Blame oh, him. I was the one blaming him with that. Austin Matthews, very good two-way forward. Nobody's saying Carson Wentz is the go. Oh, your team sucks, Barker. Pick one. And before Miami fan over here starts talking, blasphemous. And I'll tell you why. What does that tell you? He's terrible. I'm not out here saying Tom Brady's bad. Yeah, you are. Listen, Gary. <laughs> I'm saying pick it. Oh, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the season five premiere of Daft Picks. Alongside me today, we have producer Parker, as always. Hello. And joining us today, uh, Jim. Hello. So, uh, our predictions for the playoffs for NFL could not have gone any worse. First one was Saints and Patriots. That one's out the window. Next one was 49ers and Ravens, and that's out the window, too. So. It, the uh, Saints-Patriots died that night. Like, less than four hours later, that was dead. So, RIP. I'm still mad about that, that game. Why on fourth and three, with three minutes left, like three and a half minutes left, are we punting? To Tennessee. And then leave Brady, what, 20, 25 seconds left in Literally, the fourth quarter yeah. on his own goal line to then just basically gift Tennessee a pick six to Logan Ryan. Former Patriot, by the way. You yeah. know, that that's sealed the deal for me because yeah, this, this season sucked. <laughs> yeah, the last thing you wanted to do was to give the ball back to Derrick Henry. Because yeah. that was what they were going to do, just straight run him down, run down the clock. I mean, that's what he did last night, too. Mm-hmm. The Ravens did not look. Lamar Jackson looked very bad last night. Lamar, ja- Lamar Jackson didn't look bad. Uh, didn't look good. But he made some pretty egregious errors in the game. Derrick Henry, however, looked like a tank. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that we were allowing uh, militarized weapons on the field. I mean, you saw him in Alabama. The guy was unstoppable, especially once it got into the third and fourth quarters, because by then the team was worn down. Somewhere the voice of Adam is ringing true. Yeah, somewhere. So who do we have tonight? We have Houston and... Chiefs. The Chiefs, right. Is there another game besides that? There's yeah, there's uh, Packers and Seattle Green Packers, Bay. right, yeah. And Seattle, yeah. Which, I think our picks are still alive for that, but they probably won't be after tonight. I mean, we'll I think see. we still have some time to drive out to Green Bay and go help shovel snow. <laughs> that's, that's 12, day, 12 yeah. 50 an hour, I think they were doing for shoveling yeah, snow. Yeah, for like eight hours. That's like, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> Yikes. So, well, on the plus side, we still have a chance to go perfectly flawless for how bad our picks were. We can go Owen. I mean, I'm 1-1 one one so far, so we'll see. I have not hit a single one. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I've hit less than Carson Wentz in the playoffs so far. Season debut and gets injured. Yeah, remember, uh, nobody's saying Carson Wentz is the GOAT. Speaking of playoffs, a little bit too early, but baseball predictions, any thoughts? I think uh, Yankees are winning 100 and 108. Ooh. I like that. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Yeah, the I mean, Yankees finally have an ace. They have a lot of some of the best hitters in the league still. Yeah, not, not to pump my own tires, but we just put up an article on the site of uh, our biggest moves for every team in the offseason. And uh, the Yankees got a, not only from us, but from several, uh, like the Bleacher Report gave them an A plus two. They were the offseason winners. And uh, hopefully by this time next offseason, they'll be the true winners. So that's the goal. Yeah, we, we needed pitching, and I'm glad Cashman decided to. Finally pulled the trigger on somebody. I mean, Paxton, yes. Great, great signing last year. He yeah, did he was, fantastic. He was good. Yeah. Sevy came back. He looked back to his decent self in those last couple starts. It's going to be a, a hard, hard, hard team to beat this year. Yeah, Paxton used to be an ace, too, yeah. not too mm-hmm. long ago. Yeah, so in Seattle. The, so the Yankees have a number one A and, like, a number one C. So, yeah, literally. Uh, and yeah. I mean, you could make the argument Tanaka's a good like two B kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the big obviously the biggest news for the Yankees was Jay Happ is changing his number. Unfortunately, not changing his team, but 
What can you do? You know, I still have hope that that trade will come. I, I where we will send him, I, I don't really know. Is Pluto um, still a planet? Who? Is oh, Pluto yeah. still a planet? <laughs> Not even sure anymore. It, it comes and goes anymore. So, as far as World Series predictions, thoughts? Actually, you know what? We shouldn't even talk about playoffs yet. Let's talk about the massive punishment that Houston's going to oh, get. Oh, yeah. Hopefully by the end of this month from what I read yesterday. I also saw Alex Cora is probably going to get punished, too, for his role. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, I mean, the Red Sox just got in trouble, too, from yeah. 2018, their championship-winning year. Shocking. Of course. You know, teams that win championships have to cheat. But I'm a Patriots fan, so I can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> but, no, seriously, from what I've read, like this is supposed to be the harshest punishment that I think MLB has ever actually ruled out to a team. Yeah, I've seen. Pe- I can't see them removing the the World Series title win. No. As much as that, I would love to see that. Well, they said they're not going to punish the players. I feel like that would fall under punishing the players. Yeah, yeah upper management is going to get. I, I heard allegedly. Now this is just a rumor. AJ Hinch is going to get eighty games, which that would be impressive. Okay, I don't even know why you give him half the season. Just give him the whole season. Yeah, it's, I mean it's you strange. did it all that year anyway, so I mean you should. Uh, I mean, technically, like if I was given up the punishment, I would have had him fired because. I mean, they, they think about back when uh, the Cardinals got caught stealing scouting data. They yeah. fired all those people. I mean, how is this any different? Yeah, well, yeah, true. But, I mean, look what the Red Sox just did. Their replay room. They didn't, I mean, yeah. obviously, they didn't have the trash can and then the replay room in the hallway like Houston did. But People at the Miami Marlins are still an MLB team. You don't need to be calling the names. Oh, Miami. One, one of these years, you'll have a winning season. Maybe next decade or next century. Either one. I mean, it is the new decade, so we'll see. Even better, b- the biggest news of the offseason, Bartolo Colon is still playing baseball. Why? It is my goal that he plays until he's 85. Big sexy. Well, I mean, what can you say? The man is a living legend. But does he have a team yet, though? He's his own team. Yeah, I mean, he could be. I feel like if it was Bartolo Colon versus the Marlins, they got a 50-50 shot. Maybe for the game was an inning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he had a home run, all right? This guy can hit and pitch. He's a, he's the ultimate package. But uh, anyway, so back to World Series predictions. Yeah, you first. Probably going to have to say the Yankees, if I had to guess, NL. The Dodgers are usually there, but I don't think Clayton Kershaw can... Do it in the postseason? Do it in the postseason for like the sixth, seventh year in a row. Because, you know, he chokes in the NLCS anymore. I want to say the Dodgers, but I, I do think St. Louis might have a chance this year. But then again, we'll see. Yeah, I was feeling St. Louis too, but I'm not quite sure. I think for me personally, obviously the Yankees are my AL pick, but I get to the Phillies. I think they did a pretty good job loading up. Yeah, and Girardi's trying to make another 2009 Yankees team. So. Yeah, the, uh, the Yankees B team, yeah. Yeah, so Yankee Stadium South. Yeah, basically, yeah. And I mean, plus Zach Wheeler. Parker, you got a prediction over there? Uh, honestly, not really. Probably just go with Yankees and Phillies for now. Okay. Both teams really killed it in the offseason, and we're going to see that carry over into the regular season. The Phillies already had a pretty scary offseason last year, and they're just sort of building upon that. That's fair. I think we're going to see something big out of them this year. I think they could probably be like a Nationals, but without necessarily winning the World Series. We're going to bring another title back to D.C., quote-unquote. Right <laughs> I was not wrong. He was, he was not wrong. <laughs> I mean, Nostradamus Harper. <laughs> Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna rant a little bit here as we get into hockey. There's a, a pretty good quote from Elaine Vigneault a couple of years ago, and that's if my goalie is better than your goalie, 
I win. If your goalie's better than my goalie, I win. Did the goalies kill John Hines' career in New Jersey? Because now he's with Nashville, where the goalies are just as bad. So. Well, what kind of a coach is John Hines? Former uh, Wilkes-Barre. He's Scranton Penguins coach. He's more of a motivator than a coach. We didn't really like him down here. (laughs) So it depends on how strong his staff is? I'd say for him it's more of, like, does he have a good leadership in the locker room? Like, you look at the Devils. I don't think they really had one guy anymore. But the Predators. The Devils had a lot of young players. That's, like, what I just don't understand. Like, they went out and they got all this talent in the offseason. And then, well, I mean, Subban, he's not having the year. But, I mean, Subban's not really... Yeah, Subban's pretty Good much the leader in the locker room. Yeah. He's pretty much the leader in the locker room, and he has, like, what, 10 points? This we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get into Subban, too, because there's something with his workout, if you haven't seen it, but we'll get into that a little bit later. As far as Hines, though, he... I, don't, I wouldn't even say he lost the room. Like, he, like I said, he just didn't have anybody. But now in Nashville, he's got Roman Yossi. He's got... Philip Forsberg. Philip Forsberg, Johansson. I mean, I feel like, also, Kyle Turris might kind of restart under him. He needed a fresh start. Like, he'll get a chance. Yeah, yeah. this might be, like, a... Baruby kind of situation, maybe, like with the Blues last year. Again, but without the Stanley Cup. I'd, I'd give it a couple games. I, I don't want to jump too far into yes. that already and call it a Baruby situation because, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. That's a really, like, unique thing, too. I don't even know how that occurred because Craig Baruby, last time he coached was, like, Philly, and that was not a good time. Like, they were pretty bad. Well, I mean, Philly's, Philly's pretty, bad. Philly's pretty bad to be yeah. with, so. But as far as that goes, like... There was one coach in the past two seasons that listened to the 31 Thoughts podcast, and they said, do you know which coach was fired with a goalie tandem above 900 state percentage? Because there's only one coach that's been fired in that circumstance. Couldn't tell you. It was Anaheim. So every other coach that's been fired, there's been like at least 10, give or take, have all been because their goalies forgot how to goalie. So I think if John Hines gets some goaltending, he might actually get a chance to win. I mean, Nashville's as good as any team if Pecorino... Puts on his pads every night, you know what I mean? And who's their backup, Saros? Uh, UC Saros, yeah. yeah. So, well, he sh- I mean, he should, he's had a really bad year too, but he's got some promise. I feel like we've been saying that with him for a while now that he's had promise, but he always has like a really, it always seems like midway through a season, his numbers are really bad, and then he picks it up at the end. I was always more of a higher floor than a ceiling guy for him. I didn't think he was like exponentially like a great talent, but I thought he was a good mid-tier goalie, personally at least. Speaking of goalies, the early uh, Vesna voting is out. Did you see who's leading it? Uh, not Ben Bishop. It's not Ben Bishop. I'm pretty sure, was it not Bennington? I wouldn't be surprised if it was Bennington. He's I know there was a, a NHL had a post the other day. It was like, you get to start a franchise with any of these three goalies, and it was Carter Hart, Tristan Jari, and Jordan Bennington. So those, I mean, they've all been pretty good this year. I don't know why they would have Tristan Jari on there. Having a breakout season doesn't mean that that's going to continue. That's fair, but, but you got to consider man games lost. Look at <laughs> what our team is right now, and what Jerry's doing it to yeah. keep us afloat at, at the moment. I mean, Murray, he's having you know a rough he's a, year. He's okay. He hasn't been terrible, but he hasn't been great. But I mean, considering that we have like a quarter of Wilkes Bear in Pittsburgh right now, mm-hmm. like. I don't know. He, he's keeping us where we should be. I just think back to the first real breakout year for, like, Connor Hellebuck when he was really good that year. There was a lot of Vesna talk. That first year at Winnipeg. 
not the first year for Tampa, but the second year when Vasilevsky like finally got the full workload, there was a lot of Vesna talk for him too. I don't know that there's really a time or place where it's wrong. Like it's just the best goalie of that year. You know what I mean? Now, I don't think Jerry's been the best goalie, and I think you're gonna see him come back down to earth at some point. But for right now, if I had to pick, I think Bennington's my one A and then Jerry's my one B. It's just crazy that what Jerry is doing right now is Pittsburgh is only six points out of first place in the league. Mm-hmm. They for, have for how uh, good we're doing. There was a pretty good stat the other day. I obviously I can't remember who tweeted it, but it was uh, since Sidney Crosby's been injured, the Penguins have the most points in the NHL with mm-hmm. 40, which is pretty incredible too. Yeah, I feel like that entire team steps up mm-hmm. when one of our stars gets injured. You know, Getzel going down. I mean, I still kind of think that Pittsburgh needs to pick somebody up in the absence of Getzel, but I also think. Galchenyuk's got to start doing something, getting into that There's role. There's some nice trade pieces this season. Because I heard Kreider's available. I heard uh, Wayne Simmons is one I look into. I like Wayne Simmons. He sleeps with a nightlight, by the way. Oh, okay. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the good old Philly jokes. First time that we go to Pittsburgh for, you know, the first time we ever saw a game and we were in the nosebleeds and it's against Philly. You know, the nosebleeds are always fun in Pittsburgh because everybody is drunk. Yeah, and guy two rows behind us was screaming that Wayne Simmons sleeps with a nightlight the entire game. It was yeah, <laughs> it was it was a very very good game. Three pretty sure I'm pretty sure we time. lost like seven to three or something that game, but it made it enjoyable. <laughs> In other goalie news too, did you see Carey Price might be on the move. So Lundqvist might be on the move too. I think he wants to stay there. I don't think Lundqvist wants to move. I think he wants to see it through. I think he wants to see it through, but maybe only as like a. They really he, he could probably retire in the middle of the season and let Georgiev and who was the goalie? Shesterkin. Yeah, let them take it from there. I mean, Rangers are in a rebuild, but they're not doing terrible this year. But, like, they're probably going to be good soon, and Lundqvist hasn't been bad. Like, actually, I think he's way better than Georgiev has been. Like, Georgiev's numbers really aren't that impressive. Yeah. He's only being really floated about because he's got more of a chance of a, as a backup. Right. But... I don't know. We'll see. There, that, that's an odd situation too. Shesterkin's got to start getting games there, though. Price apparently is a rumor to the Avalanche, which that's Just an odd kind of strange. Which I mean, it would make sense a Quebec goalie going to Colorado. I could see that happening again. I think they definitely want to cop if they get Carey Price because Pavel Frankus is not the answer there, but they're doing good with him. So, <laughs> what, what happened to Grubauer? Is he just injured? Uh, or is he just not? His talent's well? injured. <laughs> He's uh he's he's week to week with dislocated skill. I see. You're getting daggers. <laughs> yeah, that that that's that's a tough situation out there in Colorado because they're still getting goaltending. So, man, I've been on the Mackenzie Blackwood train all season. I think if the Devils did move him, that'd be a great place for him to go. I think he'd succeed really well there. But I digress. Did you guys see the Zach Cassian Mackichuk stuff last night? Yes. It's a tough look. It's a tough look on the whole organization. You, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Yeah. Kachuk had it coming. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean Kachuk had it coming? Well, both hits were, were pretty questionable on Cassian. I, I don't know. I, I I haven't really liked either of the brothers, the one in Ottawa and then the one in Calgary. I, I don't know. Oh, those are fighting words. But, I mean, you say say what you will. I mean, it's my Isn't own Isn't one of them but. essentially a goon that just scores goals? Yeah, Mac Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, personally, I felt like Zach Cassian 
is a bum. And if you're going to put yourself in the boards, I mean, he's run enough guys down in his career. You should know, don't put your face to the boards. Don't show him your numbers when it's a clean check. Yeah. It's a clean hockey play. And then he has the nerve to take him down. And, like, not even – it wasn't even that it was, like, a bad after-the-whistle thing. It's just, like, you know you're going to get – at, at least, least a some game. misconduct, yeah. Yeah, like you can't rip his helmet off and try fighting him. Also, Zach Cassie is large, but so is Makachuk. Like Makachuk basically just like laughed it off. Oh yeah, he he turtled and just took the punches. But that uh, I I haven't liked Zach Cassie for most of his career. But I mean, the fact that he's on social media like lambasting Makachuk, like come on, buddy, you only have a career because of ninety-seven and well, whatever number Grace Little is fifty-two. If Cassian doesn't want to get hit. Then stay off the tracks. Yeah, that's the exact. Yeah, <laughs> I love how much he just stirs the pot. Like he, he's him and Drew Doughty too. Like I love the tenacity. Oh, Drew Doughty chirps all the time. Matt Kachuk is Brad Marchand West. <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> that was entertaining though last night. What else was going on in the world of hockey this week? Because I feel like we're missing something. Crosby might be back tonight. I saw that. That'll be nice. He practiced with the team yesterday in Scottsdale, so. Yeah, that'll hopefully, be. Hopefully he'll get the nod. And, of course, we have Arizona legend Alex Galchenyuk making his return to Arizona. This time he'll be playing, uh, not out with the spider bite. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Galchenyuk was good with the Canadian. Oh, good, quote-unquote, with the Canadians. Then it's just, he's just been like. Didn't yeah. he score 30 goals? Been, yeah, I mean, he was 30-goal scorer, what, one season? Yeah. Since he's been in the league? I think it was like his second year, too. What year was he drafted? 2012. Listen, the 2012 draft, we've been through this before on here, it was a terrible draft. That was the year we picked, was that was that the only Mata year? Yeah, it was the only Mata year. Ah, yes. Ah, uh, yes, my son. Uh, yeah, thir- you roaming trash can. <laughs> yeah, Galchenyuk was third overall 2012. Hey, we stand only Mata on this podcast. You know, I saw a rumor when we were still looking for defensemen before, like, John Marino really filled into what he is now, uh-huh. that Mata was on the block again and Pittsburgh was looking at him. And that's when I kind of lost a little bit of faith in Rutherford. Yeah. But then Marino actually started to step up, and now he's leading, well, I think he's leading rookie defenseman numbers, I think. Uh, no, he's he's third he, behind. At least close to it, yeah. Yeah, because he's third behind Hughes and McCarr. Apparently they showed the early call reporting. He's got more than 1% of the votes. Like yeah. He's got a chance. Another uh, guy that I want to talk about was the guy from Colorado. Give me one second to pull up his name, because he was also doing pretty well as well. Ryan Graves. Great. He's got 29 plus minus. He's got 15 points. Like, that's pretty good numbers. I still think in the end it's going to be probably Quinn Hughes, but, like, I'm not sure at this point. It could be McCarto. Yeah, be interesting to see down the stretch, especially after the non-existent All-Star game. So dumb that they I, – I, I, I like the three-on-three idea of it, but wish they would make the All-Star game, like, mean something again. I wish they would make the All-Star game non-existent and we just had Olympics, World Cup of Hockey, something entertaining, yeah. real hockey. I love Dylan Larkin's comments. Please don't, <laughs> don't vote like for the me. Rest. I, I Do like not vote me. Off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you listen, if you have to play the whole, if you have to play all 82 games of the Detroit Red Wings, I wouldn't want to go to some game either like that because you get, you get a pretty heavy load. His back is slowly breaking. He was going to see a chiropractor soon, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that they named Rasmus Sandin the uh, MVP of the World Juniors? And he's probably going to get a call by the Maple Leafs soon, too. So, Oh, boy. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. How did um, Kalen Edison do? He did. Uh, he won gold with Canada. I still <coughs> like, remember. Performance-wise, though, like, how was his stats? He was good. Yeah, he was good. I think maybe next season he'll be ready. That'll, that'll help. 
I don't know if you guys watched the end of it, but it was like a Kill Thomas and I can't think of the other kid's name. Just like they're doing the post-game press conference with the Kill Thomas. They're Scarborough, Scarborough, <laughs> Scarborough. That was the highlight of the tournament for me. It was a good World Juniors, though. We talked about it last week, and by that I mean I talked about it and Parker listened because he had no take on it. <laughs> so the last time we had uh, Jim on, we had a discussion about Seattle's team name and the mascot. I remember the Seattle Rainiers uh, are doing a RKO from the top rope on other mascots, if you'll recall. It's a while ago, but yeah, I remember we, that. Yeah. We are going to hear the new team name soon. I've decided that if I had to make a name for Seattle... The Renegades. I am sold on the registered Renegades. Cause I, I, I like it. They're going to be a fish. They're going to be the sockeye, apparently. Which is not intimidating. But I still think Seattle Kraken would they're, sound pretty cool. Every name that they didn't register is better than every name that they did register. Yeah. I'm still going for totems. <laughs> I will bang that drum until it breaks. Yeah, that'd be a good one, too. But we're not going to get that. As far as the All-Star game goes, though... Who do you think is going to win? Because I guess we have to care about this, according Who to Gary cares? Batman. Well, listen, uh, G- Gary Le- Batman uh, has a word with you. Leon Dreisaitl, I don't know. That's not a team. That's a person. But, I mean, it is a team. It's one <laughs> half of the other dollars. <laughs> he's, he's one half of a team. Yes. Pacific, that's what I'm going with. Okay. As much as I like to see the Metro win, I, I don't know. The Atlantic, maybe. Since I have to care about this stupid game, I'm going to go with Central. Because well, no. So one thing that I've been kind of thinking about, you know how like every team has that like week off of hockey like every season. Mm-hmm. Now are they still doing that this year? Like in, on top of the week off for the All Star game too? No, it's just uh, oh, I mean the bye week. Yeah, the oh, bye week. Um, remember? You know what? I haven't seen anything about it, and I think we would have seen it by now. I think they only did that because that was the year after the um, World Cup of Hockey. Well, didn't they do it last year, too? That's a good question. I actually don't know. I think, didn't they do two weeks? Like, it was back-to-back. Like, they did half the teams were off, and then half the other teams were off. Yeah, it was something like that. I don't know. I just, like, hate when it comes to that, like, point in the season where it's like, yeah. oh, you know, no hockey on until next week. <laughs> Crap. Which, <It's> like, <laughs> what, what am I going to do now? This whole week's ruined. Which, I don't know how they're going to do it, 31 teams, because it's an odd number. Like, how are you going to... So, some just, teams... Yeah, I, I mean... I'm just looking at Pittsburgh's schedule now. The next about month or two, the only time off, I mean, I, I see the All-Star game, but anything longer than two days off is three days in February. They play a Sunday, and then the next game's on Thursday. But Yeah, I think they did away with the bye week after the international break, though. But if I had to guess, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I'm not positive, though. So um, midway through the season, who's your MVP for Pittsburgh? Well, it was Getzel. Yeah. And then he scored and... Broke his arm. Decided to say, I want to join everybody else on the IR, too. Yeah. I'd probably have to go with Marino. Yeah. Just because of how well he's doing, and I still don't think pairing him with... Pairing him with Latang, yes, is a good pairing. Yeah, I like that. I also think Pittsburgh should get away from the pairing of Chris Latang and Jack Johnson, the dumpster fire of Pittsburgh. Honestly... He's not doing bad. I'll give him that this year, but I mean... I w- some, yeah. of, some of these games, you could tell he's not comfortable with where he's He's not the right player type. Like, I think for him, like, as bad as it sounds defensively, I wouldn't mind seeing him and Schultz because that, like, actually worked for a little bit. Yeah. When's he coming back? Schultz? Oh, God. I don't know. He's always out. Yeah, Jack Johnson has been terrible. Honestly, my MVP is probably Brian Rust because he's, he's on pace yeah. for, like, 50 yeah, Rust, goals or was. Yeah, Rust has been killing it. Yeah, I mean, he's been pretty incredible. It'll be interesting to see 
Honestly, it should be Mike Sullivan, though. I mean, he should be the Jack Adams. Yeah, he should, without a doubt. The man is willing, and I publicly apologized last show because I said we should have fired him early in the year. Like, this man is willing us to a playoff spot. I saw your tweet the other day, too. Yeah. But even when we went to Pittsburgh back in December to see them play L.A., it wasn't technically a hat trick, but Rust won the game for us in a Mm -hmm. shootout, which, by the way, the last, what, six, six games, I think, me and Jess went to have either went to OT or shootout. Yeah, well, including the you know we've the game. We've done a lot in, of that this year. The game in Buffalo yeah. that we went to. Like I don't mind overtime and shootout hockey, but I also like not to have heart palpitations in OT. <laughs> yeah, the only team that like goes to OT more than us is the Leafs, and I mean RIP the Leafs. But yeah. it took them so long to get a win with their back goalie too. Yeah. Speaking of players who get injured when they score goals. Or get goals disallowed. Let's have our soccer moment and talk about the Hotspur because yeah. Harry Kane is out. Kane's out, yeah. Till April. We got how many months left? Do we got. Uh, I mean, like I'm three. still, you know, yeah, fairly new to soccer. Yeah, it, so it's I'm nice to have to, like, somebody understand. here who is sentient about the soccer, though. <laughs> After you bet on it for so many games, you start to understand it, and then you start playing FIFA, and then it's like, well, yeah, it comes comes lightly. Th- there's only so many times I can talk about Team Croatia when we're not in the World Cup year, Parker. <laughs> Qualifier started. Hey, Luka Modric. Might be coming to the United States. Allegedly, now of course it's soccer, so there's a rumor every day, he's supposed to be signing with DC United. Could you imagine Luka Modric here? I think, I think you might actually go see a game. I'm, I might actually become a DC United fan. Dude, yeah, I mean, that's where Wayne Rooney played for half a season. <laughs> and of course, one exciting thing in the world of soccer is David Beckham's new team is coming this year. The International Miami FC, who I'll be rooting for, and they're pink. Oh yeah, in, very in, excited. Inter Miami is it the, the the MLS like super draft that I saw going on on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, they'll be doing that soon. Uh, I'm excited to see who he'll bring in. Apparently, they're going to spend a good amount of money, which we'll see. I mean, they so, don't. Yeah, I know, still new to soccer, but uh, why in that draft did they have the first and third pick if they're a new team? Honestly, I don't follow MLS a ton. I'm not positive. Like, was um, that supposed to help them? They either. Like, they get a decent team? Yeah, I think so. And also, like, the thing to know about MLS compared to all the other leagues, at least all the major leagues, is that they don't have, a sell, uh, like, a transfer. Yeah, limit. they don't have a tra- transfer. They limit. have what they call designated players, which basically, so when Zlatan Ibrahimovic came over, he was a designated player yeah. because he would have cost too much money on their cap because yeah. they still run a salary cap like right. every other North American sport team. So I have a feeling that's what it's for, but I'm not positive. I have a feeling Inter-Miami is going to be good off the bat because David Beckham's got a way of persuading, and I wouldn't be surprised to see Ronaldo come over here before his career's done. Being that he's a Man U boy, he took over the helm from David Beckham and Man United, and I know they have been like close-ish over the years. I'd be really surprised if he didn't come here before he retired, and that's my like bold prediction for Inter-Miami. Just amazing what Ronaldo could do at what his age. He's still tearing up Serie A now. I'm sure he's not going to be close to done, but getting back to the Premier League, Liverpool is on an unbeaten run. They are... Yeah, they, they haven't lost yet? Not yet. They, uh, they, they have a chance to beat the 2006 Arsenal team, that won, the, the uh, uh, Les Perfiques, or whatever they call them. Yeah. Because I think if anybody's going to do it, it's Klopp. Like, he's got such a good team there. I saw an interview of him the other day. I like him as a coach. Yeah, he's... He's, he's very funny. They had a especially when he, he couldn't figure out what um Marino played what Marino yeah, played. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's God, he's, he's Goal, goaltender. Oh, he's a midfielder. There's, oh, sorry, there's sorry very, Jose. There's very few managers in the sport that are like universally loved. Like Jose Marino, either you love him or you hate him. But Jurgen Klopp, 
pretty much everybody likes him. Yeah. Like even Pep Guardiola, like people don't love. Yeah, his him, his personality is very very funny. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's why I think the EPL is great, and that's why I recommend the EPL to anybody getting into it, because there's so many characters like Klopp, Guardiola. I mean, now Mourinho, Sam Allardyce. Yeah, so that's, we'll see how that stands. Right now, I'm just hoping we can get back in the Champions League before the season's over. When do we play again? Wednesday, I think. I think it's like Brighton or somebody. It's not something no. good. Well, when's the rematch against uh, Middleborough? Middleborough, yeah. It's, yeah. It, the FA Cup rematch should be like in a couple of weeks, probably. I knew that transitions back to the Hive. Yeah. Which I think is awesome that they call the stadium the Hive. That, that new stadium is just gorgeous. Oh, for of, of where the Hotspur play. Yeah. The, supposedly, they're going to be getting naming rights soon, too, from whoever buys them, which we'll see. I think the coolest stadium name in, in football is the Stadium of Light, which is where Sunderland play. Yeah. It's a pretty cool name. That was our uh, soccer minute. <laughs> Welcome back, Parker. The Browns just hired their new head coach. Wait, can we guess? Yes. Is, is it a former, is it, was it like a coaching staff member I this think, year? I think I know. Josh McDaniels. No. No. Uh, it's, was it the Saints offensive coordinator? I think I saw. No, but he would have been a better hire. It was, it was somebody's offensive coordinator. Yep. I can't remember. Who was it? Vikings offensive oh, coordinator, okay. Kevin Stefanski. Darn it. That was close. Yikes. Joins Cleveland after 14 years on the Vikings coaching staff. Got promoted to offensive coordinator midway last year. It was either last year or the year before. Well, what was Freddie Kitchens? Freddie Kitchens. Before the Browns, obviously. Before the Browns? He worked I, in a kitchen. I don't know. He was a chef. <laughs> was he, like, any coordinator of anything? He was only ever a positional coach. When he was with, okay. when he Oh, was he was with, a quarterback coach, right? When he was, yeah, he was with the Browns. He was a quarterback coach. And then when Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley, well, Hugh Jackson got fired. Todd Haley left before he got fired. Right. Then Freddie Kitchens got bumped up. Okay, so they're going to at least have a coach this year. That'll, so that'll be good. He needs to put together a staff. That could really help that team. Oh, well, they gotta guy, get something. I, I mean, I don't think this is a very good hire for them, but we'll see. I mean, I, I was fully expecting them getting Josh McDaniels, so this is kind of like something really out of left well, field. I also wasn't expecting that the Giants were going to hire the wide receiver coach from New England. Oh, Joe, yeah, Joe Judge. Joe well, Judge, yeah. So now there's oh, he two. Always, he was the special teams guy for like 10 years so, there. So now there's two. Here comes the judges in yeah. New York. Who did Matt Rule go to? Because that's a pretty terrible hire, too. I'm not, sure. yeah, yeah, I'm not a big fan of I, I kind of like the hire. I don't like the term. They gave him a seven-year, $70 mm. million contract. Yeah, that's, that's and I'm like, They really should only gave him, like, three years at most. Yeah. Three or four. Yeah. Like, seven, that's... You would give that to, like, a Bill Belichick or, like, a Mike Tomlin. Yeah. You wouldn't give, give that, that to, that to a college coach who's only ever coached in the NFL for one season as a, I believe it was like a wide receivers coach or something for one year with the Giants, actually, or something like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the hire, but we'll see. I know um, this week, though, a lot of people were calling into question the Rooney rule because it doesn't seem like they're using it. I mean, you saw how fast Dallas turned around and hired Mike they, McCarthy. Yeah, they, they brought in Marvin Lewis, who I, I still think he's a, he was a great head coach. But Yeah. And then they... They're like, huh, we just used him to bypass the Rooney rule. Hi, Mike McCarthy. And that's pretty dumb. Yeah, but then, too. like, did you, I don't know if you, any of you guys saw the highlights of the press conference when they introduced him. Jerry Jones looks terrifying when he smiles. Like, it looks terrifying in general. Like, but, like, he was, like, 
over the moon happy that he got rid of Garrett and now he's got Mike McCarthy. I mean, yeah. he looked. I mean, Mike scary. McCarthy's a great coach. Don't get me wrong. I, it's just like there's only one, to my knowledge, like one female, co- like any coaching, and that's the, the 49ers. She's like the uh, 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 quarterbacks, like development coach. Yeah. There's, I can count on one hand how many minority coaches there are. There's one minority GM, and that's the Dolphins. The GM. Dolphins, right? I mean, you got like, I mean, there's like literally like, Mike Tomlin, Todd Bowles when he was a coach, and. Well, well, how I'm many black? Well, I mean, how many uh, black head coaches do we have right now? We have Mike Tomlin, we have Brian Flores. There's someone else, I think, somewhere. Is there? Yes. Because like I look at all these coaches that keep getting recycled, and they're not good ones either. I mean, like Eric Bynamy, the Chiefs' offensive coordinator, he's had like seven coaching interviews, and, and he was behind way. one of the single best offensive passing attacks the NFL's seen last year with Pat Mahomes. Never got hired, but then two years ago, like everyone tried hiring everybody from the Sean McVay coaching tree. Yeah, which I don't really understand how Adam Gase had a job this year and somebody like Miami didn't. But the- Some, uh, <laughs> it always perplexes me just how dumb general managers and owners get when mm-hmm. it comes to hiring coaches. Yeah. It's definitely like an old boys club, too. Like, if you've been around, you've been around. They're not willing to let anybody else get in until. Yeah, Adam Gase, all he needed was a Peyton Manning endorsement, and then he got two jobs. Literally, so. uh, speaking of coaching trees, the Bill Belichick coaching tree finally undid him, as uh, Mike Vrabel was the reason he lost. And Mike Vrabel might actually win the Super Bowl and cut a certain part of his body out. Did you see that? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're not... a lot of... NSFW, so keep it... Yeah, we're not going to get into that, but... It's like I said in the car, that's a quote, not... To, you know, drop the, the, the word here, but that that's a lot of big hog energy, for lack of a better term. I mean, and if he does go through with it, that's <laughs> a lot of big hog I mean, you're, you were very familiar with Vrabel when he was with the Patriots back in the just early 2000s, mid-2000s stuff, so he's always had that kind of mm-hmm. energy. I, I don't know. I thought there was a pretty good tweet today, too. It was like, do people love him that much? Alternative theory, what if they hate him so much they want to see that happen? And that's why they're willing themselves to win. <laughs> I don't see how you hate Mike Vrabel, though. I, I know. He's, I, I mean, when he was still playing, he I loved him. He was one of my favorite players on that team. He, um, that man has a lot of energy. He does. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's it, he definitely carrying it over to his coaching career now. But I did see that when New England played Tennessee last week, Belichick has this thing to him where he causes back-to-back penalties to happen mm-hmm. in the game, and Vrabel did that to him. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that caused... Yeah, we talked Belichick about that, to go yeah. ballistic. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, you, you learn it from the master. Yeah, I think there's a realistic chance the Titans could make the Super Bowl because really the Ravens had a top five offense and defense this year. They were a very well balanced team, and then the Titans came and punched them in the mouth. Depending on who wins the Houston and Chiefs game, pretty sure it's the Chiefs. They only really have an offense. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a good chance Tennessee could knock them out too if Derrick Henry could keep running through them. I'm just interested to see what Houston's going to do. Because Houston's kind of been like, one week we're good, next week we're dog duty. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've really been the Seahawks of the AFC. But like That's I, an I, unfair comparison. Well, well, the Seahawks have been getting dragged by Russell Wilson, whether they like it or not. The Texans are more or less the same thing with Deshaun Watson, but with a terrible head coach and Bill O'Brien. That's a hot take. Yeah, wrong. but it's he's not wrong. Bill O'Brien, I think, has kind of been around for 
Way longer I'll than he should have. Big Bill, fan of Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien's <laughs> Bill O'Brien overthinks calling plays. He's bad at clock management, and his two minute drills are laughable. You just it, it comes to a point where Deshaun Watson just does audibles every play. You could also agree or argue that Andy Reid is also terrible at time management too. He's done it once before. Right, but well, so right, but Bill O'Brien's issue isn't just time management. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you're you're basically making the argument that because like Deshaun Watson's like LOL no, like he's back <laughs> like I guess Mike McCarthy's a bad coach too because Aaron Rodgers duped him for ten years. Like <laughs> <laughs> and they made it to what one Super Bowl? Yeah, in one. <laughs> That glorious mustache, though. But I, you know, the tweet that I'm, I'm going to read here last night after the Ravens game, they had drives that ended on the Titans 36, the 31, all, all the Titans in their field position, 31, the 4, 18, 31 again, 15, 16, 21, and only finished with 12 points. That's yeah. you, when you When you have a good red zone defense. Run through the entire season... I could only score 12 points in your first playoff game. Like, what happened? I think taking with the way that that game ended last night, I don't think that's going to hurt Lamar's MVP chances at all. It's not because Lamar because he didn't still play did that game. Yeah, he still did what he could have with where his stats were at. I think he still had, like, over 300 passing and, like, 100 rushing last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just the defense could not stop Derrick yeah. Henry. And it's like, that's the thing with the Titans. You have to stop Derrick Henry. Henry. Yep. Because then, if you can't stop him, then Ryan Tannehill could throw like a 70-yard ding. Yeah. And then it's like... Ryan Tannehill might become an Super Bowl champion at some point this year. Just think about that. That might happen. It's definitely possible. As long as he has to keep throwing like 10 passes a game, then it's certainly doable. Is there anything else in the world of sports this week? Not this week, but coming up next month... Um, I, I, I don't know. Did we talk about the AAF last time around this? I this have no time? idea what that means. The, that like the knockoff, a- like football league that. Oh, the XFL is coming. Yeah, XFL is <laughs> in, in a- February. XFL fancy starting up. <laughs> so, I, I don't know if any of you guys have picked your teams yet, but I'd be interested uh, to hear. Tampa Bay Vipers. I'm going to do it live gonna on go, air. Uh, have you looked at the XFL promotional videos mm-hmm. for their teams? It, it's ridiculous. Yeah. They're they're really putting like a lot of like a lot of like thought into all of these, but no, I'm going. I don't usually cheer for DC teams, but DC defenders are probably my pick. Cause I, I gotta remember who the quarterback is for DC. Is that uh, Landry Jones? Landry Jones, yeah. Uh, former Steelers legend. Uh, no, Cardale Jones. Ooh, okay. Ooh. I know former Scranton local homeboy Matt McGloin's gonna be starting for a team. I forget who though. New York Guardians, I think. Let me check that. I'm pretty sure. All of these names are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just put that out there. Dallas Renegades. Well, why? I still don't understand that. They have two teams in Texas for whatever reason. I'm going to go with the St. Louis Battlehawks. That seems like a pretty oh, cool Oh, you're going to pick the same team as Wally? I'm not going to go with the St. Louis Battlehawks. I'm going to go with the Houston Roughnecks, Ryan. <laughs> Shout out to Wally. I got to say, the Houston... Uh, or, St. Louis, what, what did we say? St. Louis Battlehawks? Yeah. yeah. Their jerseys are pretty neat. Yeah, I'll go with the Roughnecks. They seem like a delightful club. I don't know. Vince McMahon did say that there's enough funding for this league for three seasons. We'll see. So, I mean, last time the XFL played like three or four games and then realistically died. I mean, AAF got through half of a season and they ran out of funding. Well, I didn't well, really. Well, the owner pulled funding yeah. from it. Well, they see. 
The owner, by the way, owner of the Carolina Hurricanes, yeah. Yeah. Tom London. They, I see, I don't think they had a plan in place of where they wanted to go with this. Yes, it would have been cool to see them succeed and have another football league going, but then in the, at the same point. Listen, if you're going to make a football league and you call MX versus ATV Alive or whatever you call that football league, XFL has a better ring to it, okay? Remember, sir, if you correct, Vince McMahon's going to be, he pretty much has this up to where all the games are going to be right after the Super the, Bowl. The WWE guy? Yeah. That's the, yeah, he's. Chair, chairman of WWE. Yep. Yeah. He was, nice. the, he was the one that created the XFL the last time it was in its existence. How could this go wrong? It's not. It's not. He, he, it's not. It's, you he, know what you're going to get. It's just going to be absurd. Yeah, a concussion. Nonsense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know who's going to love that. Blue Collar America. Even, like, the rules are so much different than the NFL. There's no extra points. Well, yeah. I mean, there is. Well, but there is extra points, but there's no <laughs> kicking extra points. Yeah. It's like you could. It's uh, like, one from, it's like one from the, the what's the five? Well, it's one from, like, up. the two-yard line. Then it's, like, two from the three-yard line. And then it's, like, three points from, like, the ten-yard line. People ask me why soccer will never succeed in America, and I tell them this is why, because they'd rather watch quarterbacks bludgeon themselves over a two-point conversion every day. Yeah, they don't want kickoffs either, or, like, kick returns. Yeah, well, yeah. I, like, well, I mean, touchbacks, my bad. They don't want touchbacks. They're they're trying to get more returns, but... So, yeah, so charge head first. Take the, take the skill out of it and just yeah. run into each other. Yeah. It's just on 11 well, head. And yep. then they're also taking away the risk of injury, because I, I don't think you're allowed to... I think only the kicker's allowed to actually start running... Obviously, to kick the ball, but the rest of the team I mean, can't start after like a certain point of the field or something. It, it I don't know. It risks the concussion. Yeah, because like something you, like that. Yeah, because like when you do a kick return, the team that has like all the gunners and stuff from well, the team that's kicking it, they're just running down the field full speed, and then the return team's running down the field full speed. Yeah. Who made these rules? Like Vince McMahon. Dude, this is okay. <laughs> I'll be the I'll be the, the the voice of reason here. This isn't gonna last more than two seasons. The NFL will squash this out like a bug. Like this sounds awful. Record what he just said. Yeah, and then we'll come back to two this a seasons. Year from now. I give the XFL two seasons. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Vic McMahon said three. I mean, at, I think, at least for three. So I think as long as the XFL doesn't challenge the viewing times of the NFL, which they're not because they're doing it after the Super Bowl, yeah, but doing before the Super preseason, the, like a lot of the I think they'll be, be fine. There's no way. Like, how long is the season? How Rough. long is the season? Well, there's eight teams, so there's about... Maybe like ten games? Something like that, maybe. So you're talking ten weeks, right? Unless, unless you do multiple games a week, which I can't see that happening. You're talking ten yeah, weeks, so now you're cutting into baseball, weeks, yeah. which... So February, March, April... Yeah, the April 26th is the championship. Uh, I guess we'll have an XFL Fantasy League then on our website. You can uh, sign up and play with us so we can have... Yeah, that's going to be great. Yeah. I'm going to bang the table for an XFL Fantasy League. I think we should do one. I think it would be fun. fun. I think it would be absolute nonsense. I mean, we do a free league anyways for regular fantasy, so I don't see what... Would be wrong doing we'll this one. Do an XFL league for Daft Because so. every everyone will be equal because no one knows anything about these players. So I think it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a beautiful we'll disaster. See. We'll see. But yeah, I think that's about it. Where did you finish in fantasy this year, football wise? Oh, that's our show. You know, you set the draft. Wasn't it like dead last or something? Set uh, the draft at eleven o'clock on a Saturday night. I've already checked my XFL team more than I checked my NFL team this year. 
Yeah, I didn't do very well. I never do well, but uh, yeah. there's always next year. I feel like you're saying that every year. Listen, okay? I think I was the one that finished dead last. If my hockey and oh, baseball teams man. wouldn't have died, I would have been all right. Somehow I finished second this year. We'll that, see. My, I mean, I, I lost like... You just wait. I lost my three quarterbacks, so you I know, just had a carousel for a while. You would have picked a good time for what me to do it, and if I was actually in the country for the draft with data... Because this was the, the weekend you and Penny we were in Canada. You decide to leave oh, the country. No. So we were, you know, walking around Toronto, and it's like 11, 15 when we finally get back to the hotel. Right. And then, you know, I get my data because I'm on the Wi-Fi of the hotel. And the draft is already like a quarter of the way in. All right, fun. Uh, next fantasy draft, 2020, Guatemala. You, you going to fly us all out there? Money bags? Why, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Care to elaborate? Wait, false. Wait, why are we going to Guatemala? That's our show! <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to check out our Whoop. new website. Whoop, anyways, <laughs> yeah, we have a website, daftpicks.com. Finally. Check it out. Yeah, we're going to be publishing written material, so articles and stuff in addition to our podcasts upload every week, so be sure to keep an eye out for that. If you're interested, we uh, already have a couple articles up about our uh, now-deceased picks for the NFL playoffs. Yeah. And uh, I just put up a thought on every MLB team's offseason, as I said earlier in the show. We'll be having a lot more uh, baseball stuff. I'll be taking care of baseball. Parker will be handling football. We have a couple people coming on to write. I don't want to announce them just yet, but we have at least four writers lined up now. Keep that in mind. Be sure to check it out. And Parker, what, what are we actually dropping the website? Today. Okay. We're, so we are ready to publish today. Then after that, it's just going to be basic housekeeping. Okay. From my end, anyways, from the back end. Yeah, so the next article for you will be probably football related. Any thoughts that you're going to have up there? Yeah, I want to do one about all of the head coaching hires in the NFL. Okay. Sort of seeing like how, how each of them fits. Yeah. And then also playoff picks. Yeah, I'll be for doing championship games. A breakdown of the uh, top ten prospects coming into the baseball draft this year. With that, thank you all for listening. Thank you Jim, for joining us. Look forward to being on future episodes. Since I totally forgot that the podcast was existed <laughs> existed okay. for a while since yeah. you never invited me. Yeah, okay. listen, listen. <laughs> uh, that's our show. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to check out the website, and we'll see you next time. Yep.